Welcome to Veza Talks Podcast. Uh, tune in as we delve into the digital world of entrepreneurship and uncover the strategies and tactics of successful online business leaders. Today, we have Jack Hopkins on. He's the CEO of Testosterone, and his YouTube channel is called CEO of Testosterone. Uh, Jack uh, started his YouTube channel about a year ago, I believe, and I have seen him grow from you know, a couple hundred thousand, well, a couple hundred to maybe a couple thousand uh, subs to 77,000 subs now. And he's involved in the masculinity space. And I really wanted to have him on. He's the by far the youngest uh, uh, person that I'm going to be interviewing, but I'm super excited to have him on. Uh, welcome, Jack. Pleasure to be on, Mario. Pleasure to be on and chatting with you today. <laughs> awesome. So, Jack... Uh, and I met uh, about uh, five months ago uh, in Koh Samui in Thailand, and I was following his channel, and I uh, was really impressed with uh, not only the content, but also his ambition and his energy and uh, watching his channel grow. And so I wanted to reach out to him and uh, support him in whichever way I could, because I remember when I was uh, younger, I didn't have that many mentors, and that was really important to me. So. Um, today, I want to talk a little bit about, one, how to grow a YouTube channel. I think that's really important. Two, uh, the content that you create, and you're an incredible content creator. Uh, three, how you manage, uh, or at least initially, without a team to basically, you know, shoot your content and be able to, you know, optimize uh, your landing pages and optimize your website. And, and I know that you have some products that you sell uh, in the space uh, and uh, really interesting stuff, stuff that interests me. For example, uh, testosterone in itself, right, as a, as, as a male, and uh, and then yeah, whatever else comes up, uh, you know, it'll be really it'll, it'll be a, a great chat. So Jack, awesome. uh, first of all, uh, take me through. You know, I know I know you're from England originally. So what made you uh, leave England and uh, you know throw in the uh, hat <laughs> and basically move to Thailand? And uh, start a business. You know what was what was that? Uh, what was the thing that broke you, and or what was the thing that inspired you to kind of start the whole uh, entrepreneurial uh, journey? Well, I was just uh, I was just sort of making my way from uh, when I was younger. When I was going through school, I really wanted to be an actor, and that that was what I sort of went I, I, I went for. I was going to auditions in London uh, a few times a week. I had an agent in London. I'd done a I'd lived in the states previously for three years. I'd done some acting there. Come back to London, and then in my head, it was always, you're going to be a big actor. That, that was always what I told myself, that's going to be the plan. And then as I went for auditions, I faced a lot of rejection. I wasn't particularly great actor, to be honest with you. And I didn't prepare very well for my auditions. So I was always getting turned down. And as I got to 18, it came to that point where you're like, do I choose to go to university? Do I stay at home and keep doing these auditions and going to London? And at that point, I was just growing up and wanted to do my own thing. So I, I had to leave home, really, because I was being so hard to manage in the house. So I ended up at university, got into very much a party lifestyle, dropped out of university, but stayed in the city I'd moved to, got into sales as a way of just funding the party, of, of, of having that sort of lifestyle, and uh, got into a, a relationship that wasn't set up in the right way, bad dynamic, quite, yeah, just not a good relationship, wrong time for me. And I ended up just out of shape in the nine to five, thinking damn I've really kind of gone far away from the dreams I had of being an actor or being a personality 
when you're when you're thinking about it every day is the same so I was just kept thinking about it thinking about it and I was thinking about it for a couple of years and then eventually it got to a point where pinnacle for me was quitting alcohol I did a very strict six months off alcohol which gave me my weekends back to start thinking I started saving some money and I started having to think about what I wanted to do and I'd watched the film um, The Beach with Leonardo DiCaprio where he goes off to Thailand and that had always been a big inspiration for me. So I was like, all right, Thailand's the place. I'd gotten into fighting Muay Thai. So I wanted to do that as well. And so I saved up enough money. I left my job, left my girlfriend, moved back home with my mum for a bit, got online, started doing, got a course on personal branding, started doing personal brand. I was getting in very good shape. So I started with sort of online fitness coaching and made the move out to Thailand. And then that's where everything started to change. But that 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 was what led me to it was was just that feeling of being of wanting more from life and and not wanting that dreary horrible nine to five in in England where you're just the same commute and and life on autopilot. So that that was what led me here. That's awesome. I mean, that's so inspirational. I know that every person has a story, and entrepreneurs in particular you know, it usually has a breaking point, right? So a lot of times we, something bad happens to us, whether it's a relationship or whether it's losing money or whatever. And you just said, you know what, I've had enough, you know, what can I do? And I think sometimes changing environments is, is, uh, is beneficial, right? So I, I, I bet there's a lot of people listening that are just like, you know, man, I, I really want to, you know, change my life and, and, and start something that I'm really passionate about, but I'm scared and I don't know how to do it. Right. And so I think, it's super admirable that, you know, you started your channel and you're able to, you know, help a lot of younger men. Matter of fact, even older men, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I'm in my 50s and watching it, there's a lot of topics that I'm super, you know, uh, excited about and cer- certain things I don't know about. Right. So it's uh, it's it's incredible. Like Muay Thai fighting, for example. Right. I mean, it's I watched some of your vi- your, your number one video almost has a, a million views. And, you know, so obviously it's hitting, uh, you know some type of uh, interest with people, right? So people want to get into shape. People want to start a business. They just don't know how, right? So what was it like when you first, uh, you know, started shooting content? Like, did you feel uh, really ridiculous? Were you self-conscious? Were you like, what am I even doing? Like, like what, what, what was that like? Yeah, but you're always going to feel that way. I think when you, when you first get on camera, the, the most important thing and what I learned from a good friend of mine, is called Colin Yerkeson. He's a very good entrepreneur in his own right. He's done very good amounts of money and runs an online business and he's good in the personal brand space. I bought, I bought his course. And uh, what that taught me was you just need to start right now. You're not going to get it right. There's no way you're going to get it right. You haven't had the practice. You don't know what avenue you're going to go down. But the quicker you start, the quicker you're going to get there. So we basically st- I basically started on Instagram because Instagram's such a nice platform for you can film something on stories and it doesn't necessarily matter because the next day it's gone. So you can just start filming yourself every day and you've got a very small audience and some people will vibe with what you do. And it's a great place if you do daily stories, daily talking on camera, you find what avenues you actually want to make content about. Just make it in what you're interested in. So I started off, I was doing my credit score at the time. I was trying to get good credit. So I just made a lot of stories and you'll find them if you go far enough back on my Instagram archive. The, the uh, I was doing credit tips, how, how you can improve your score. That's literally how I started, was talking about credit tips for guys, which is a long way from what I do now. And then I noticed most of my content was then geared towards the gym. I was in the gym a lot. I liked making that sort of content. And then I noticed my content started to gear towards 
more towards women and relationship dynamics, testosterone, that sort of masculinity space was my interest. So it very much started with that. And you do get those those nerves and, and you don't look good on camera and you're not particularly good at it. And we had to start that. And I, I really wanted to start YouTube in Thailand, but I had a huge amount of resistance for about three months when I got here. But I, I stuck to Instagram. I didn't make a single YouTube video. And then I met a YouTuber. I met Hamza. If any of you know him, he's got a huge channel, 1.7 million subscribers uh, in the self-development space. And we met and we became friends. And he told me, Jack, you should go on YouTube. You need to say the stuff that you say to me on YouTube. And that was enough for me. That that was a little extra push that I needed to believe in myself. And I, I just hopped on that day because of stuff he'd said to me. He was like, you want to hop on and you just don't hop off. Just do it every single day. And so I got I hopped on one day, made my first long form content video on YouTube, and then I didn't stop. I think for 160 days we did it. We did every day, every day content, wow. and and that was the major that was the major blow up. The majority of the growth for the channel. Obviously, you do that for a while. You do tend to get a little bit burnt out. So we've been posting less regularly recently and trying to focus on sort of different types of video content we're going towards uh, like an adventure sort of vlog style now where we're trying to teach the masculinity lessons teach the lifestyle but do it by doing fun stuff because if you've seen you've seen my videos but for anyone that hasn't a lot of my stuff's in front of the camera like teaching sort of going through the lessons I've learned telling stories now if you spend 160 days behind the camera you've not spent much time getting any more stories so it, it got tough at that point. But so we're building a team now. I didn't have a team before. And we're, we're starting to go towards adventure vlogs and, and, and exciting, exciting content and just growth and development stuff, not parties and nothing like that. Challenging ourselves, why men need to challenge themselves. And then the lessons we learn from that all, all in all on video. Amazing. You know, it's, it's, it's super cool to hear, you know, it from the guy that does it from the ground up you know and one of the things i think in life is consistency right so it's like whether you go to the gym or whether you're you know trying to start a, a channel or a business whatever it's all about consistency it's like yeah i don't want to go to the gym but i do it anyways especially on the days that i don't want to do it i should do it right and that is a really good lesson right so i think you know a lot of people they want to start a youtube youtube, YouTube channel or e-commerce business uh you know and they don't know how I don't think you need to know how, because if you just, you know, take an hour or two or whatever you have, four hours a day and consistently apply yourself and you're going to look stupid, you're going to, you're going to have challenges. But if you keep doing it three months from now, six months from now, you're going to look back and you're going to go, hey, uh, I've really achieved something, right? I've really learned something. And, and, and you learn as you, as you go along. And I think that that is one of the biggest lessons I think for, for anybody, right? It's not like somebody's going to hand you anything. Right. So, uh, you know, that really, really, really good lesson. So how did you, you know, manage to, you know, put together your first product, so to speak, right? Like, uh, did you write it yourself and then how did you market it? Uh, walk us through that a little bit. Yeah. So my, my fifth video on YouTube ended up blowing up fairly big. So I, I went from no subscribers to, um, having a video do it was about 300,000 views so we had a lot of traffic coming into the channel and I just knew having done fitness coaching online I knew what this traffic meant in terms of business this was incredible free traffic with people that loved the content I was making so I was like I, I need money I need to monetize this somehow I was working on a high ticket product for testosterone boosting 
um, where we did full one-to-one coaching, send people blood tests, all that sort of stuff. That was my idea because when you have low traffic, you want high ticket. But when you have high traffic, you can go a lower ticket. So I just refined it to anything that could be an info product from that high ticket product. Anything that was info based, we put into a course, got it recorded in two days, like 15, oh, no, 18 videos, um, a load of PDFs, all my training programs, um, the supplement super stack that I take to boost testosterone. We put all of that, everything that helped me boost my testosterone levels, uh, helped me sort of take charge and certainty of my life, put that into a product which obviously tied in very well with the name of the channel, CEO of Testosterone. And, and we launched that about probably two weeks in, two weeks into the YouTube journey. We, we had that launched. First first landing page um, was made by a friend of mine. And he, he put the videos in the course, but I made it all myself. Uh, and then we run that product without changing a thing. We didn't, we've spoken about this, but we didn't split test landing pages. We didn't do anything. We did about $150,000 um on that one product landing page where, where, that we just stuck on there one one time we made it and we just stuck a link on there and that, that was how we started and now i've progressed and started to learn more about business marketing that sort of stuff we've got higher ticket product working on split testing all that sort of stuff awesome that's great it's 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 so cool to hear you progress even in the you know short amount of time that i've i've known you and uh, it's really great to see you you know you move up in, in, in the ranks, right? Um, masculinity seems to get a lot of bad rap in the West, so to speak, right? Um, you know, what, what does masculinity mean to you, Jack? Well, my, my opinion on, on masculinity is that it, it's the, it's, it should be the freedom of a man, the freedom of a man to do as he pleases, to, to have a fulfilling life, to go after what he wants, to not feel bad about being masculine or, or alpha, or wanted to be strong and independent, he should be able to look after his family. He should be able to guide his family without pushback. He should be able to see what's best for his family, look after his women, provide for his family. That's what masculinity means to me. I think where we're getting switched up in the West is there's a big emphasis on men and women being the same when they're not the same at all, I don't think. And they're different in beautiful ways. And I think it's a very, very good thing. And although I think it's absolutely fine for women to do what they want and if they want to be powerful and, and have more of a masculine presence and do that stuff, look after themselves, fair enough. I don't particularly think it should be pushed, though, because I think in the end it doesn't lead to as much happiness for both parties. And I think men are being pushed out of being the masculine men they're meant to be. And I think women are being told they need to be more masculine than they should be. Why that's happening, I don't know. But that, that's what I think. Right. Okay. That's, that's a great definition. I like that a lot. So how do you think, you know, the mental health of men these days is being affected by all this, you know? So like, I, I see a lot of articles about, you know, uh, depression and, uh, you know, a lot of people are on antidepressants and whatnot. And, and, you know, what, what suggestions do you have for, for those men? You know, is it like, you know, go to the gym every day, you know, force yourself to do what, you know, like what, what, what do you recommend? This is my analysis of the issue that we have at the moment, because it's a very, very big issue. We live in the most comfortable uh, generation that the world has ever seen. We have the most comforts the world's ever seen. We've also got the highest rates of depression the world's ever seen. And the reason why that is, is because pleasure and happiness and, and fulfillment for a man does not come from comfort. It comes from the complete opposite. And before, it, in hard times through history, let's look at, World War One, World War Two, Great Depression, 
you had no choice. Pain was in your life. You had a painful, painful life. And the fact that you had such pain in your life gave you no time to sit around and think about your feelings. You just had to act. You just had to overcome. Now, we live in a generation that if a man does not take direct responsibility for his own pain, for putting pain into his life, for consistently challenging himself, growing as a man, challenging himself physically, taking away comforts from his life, he will end up unhappy. Because if you pursue comfort over pain and growth, you will end up unhappy and depressed. And the problem is the media will tell you that it's okay to be in touch with those feelings. It's okay to dwell on those feelings without giving you the solution, which is strip everything back from yourself. Go and take everything away from your life. And I guarantee when you put some of those things back in, you'll be happy. If you sleep on the floor for a week, you'll be happy to get back in your bed. But the problem is nobody's do that. That has to be done in your head. That has to be done as a man now. Whereas before that was forced by the world that we lived in. So th that is the key issue. Mm -hmm. So I think happiness for a man, if you, if you are particularly depressed, you're in a slump, you will find huge fulfillment in personal growth and you will find huge fulfillment in pain by challenging yourself, doing things you hate to do, going to the gym, putting challenge into your life, building something. Uh, I think that's incredibly important. Right. Awesome. I, I, I love your perspective, even though you're, how old are you I'm now? 24 now. Amazing. For a 24 year old, you have a lot of wisdom and you know, I would love to talk to you when you're uh, in your 60s. <laughs> Man, it's it's you know, maybe AI will help yeah, us. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, speaking of AI, um, you know, and social media and all that, how do you manage being on social media and being online versus being in real life, so to speak, right? So I know that obviously my generation, you know, I was raised in the 80s and 90s. Uh, I still knew what it was like not to be on social media where we had to find you know, things to do and, you know, talk to each other more and that kind of thing. So with your age bracket, how do you personally manage that, right? Because it's so easy to get caught up on TikTok and whatnot and everything, right? So what what, what is your secret? Absolutely. My, my friend circle, my uh, business circle, we all are very much aware that Instagram and social media is a fantastic tool. But if you don't, if it controls you, it will wreak havoc on your life. You will not be happy you will not do the things you want to do so we me with my uploads I, I don't I barely look at my comments and the analytics until three or four days after a video is posted so I like to give a lot of time I don't get too stuck into how a video performs it's like just produce the content don't worry about performance just do what you want to do keep producing keep producing but don't worry about how that video performs don't get caught up in the metrics and when we're using Instagram and social media we just take time away from it so yesterday we did a full day of activities People barely use their phones. We've got different cameras that we film on rather than phone cameras, GoPros, drones. And we just did a full day of activities going out on motorbikes, going out, climbing waterfalls, go-karting, and we put it all into a video and vlog. And I love doing that stuff. That's like the best job in the world for me. Um, so we, we're all in our group. We are very conscious that it's a bad thing. You have to control it. I would recommend taking long periods of time away from it. Give yourself an hour a day do all the work you need to do on it, then put it away and spend some time in the real world. If you have that phone in your hand every day, you will end up depressed. You will end up upset and unhappy. And we've just found that. So we, we, we take it away from ourselves. It has to be monitored pretty strictly. Amazing. I think that is a really great message, you know, for humanity, you know, as, as I see a lot, you know, and I have friends from in their 
you know, 20s to all the way in their 80s and 90s. And the difference is staggering. You know, I mean, even going for dinner with somebody that's younger, uh, it drives me crazy. Obviously, you know, to be, you know, watch them on the phone or watching a, a football match or something. And it's like, you're not even being present. So being present, you know, is very, very important uh, in, in, in business and in, in, in life and uh, everything else. Um, it's, it's super interesting for me to, to, to see the, the difference between, for example, Veza uh, Digital is, you know, uh, medium-sized agencies. We have over 50 people working for us now in uh, five different countries, I believe. And, you know, we have teams that do everything, you know, I mean, from uh, SEO to PPC to, uh, you know, even TikTok, uh, uh, Instagram stories and everything else, right? And then there's a guy like you, by yourself, so to speak, right? That has been able to crack the code. So, to, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing how, you know, today you just don't need that much money to start. You know, obviously you're, a, you know, a testament to that. And, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of companies out there that are basically spending millions of dollars not getting the results that you're getting, right? So, you know, being authentic to who you are uh, is uh, super important, right? You know, it was, it's, uh, can you speak a little bit yeah. about that? You know, like uh, trying to be yourself and not being, you know, uh, scared to be yourself. And, it, and, it's, and it's funny because at the beginning of the podcast, I, I even said to you, I said, hey, uh, can you put on a, a proper shirt? You're like, no, it's not me. <laughs> and I respect that, you know, I respect that. I was like, you know, you are who you are. And so, you know, what, what, what is that that's like? It. Yeah, that's exactly what you've got to be. And I think that's the reason why companies can struggle to get it right, because there's a lot of heads that are not programmed in the same way around the masculine space and in the mascul masculinity space. And being a man, we, we are, and certainly in my channel, I'm, I teach people, you need to be yourself. You need to go for what you believe in. And, and then obviously if what you believe in is, is very wrong and you've got bad beliefs, that's not a good thing. So I often recommend stoicism and, and looking at religion and you have to have good values but at the end of the day if, if if your form of expression doesn't hurt anyone you need to stick to it and we need to remember it's absolutely okay to have your own ideas and what you think because that's what makes life beautiful when you can disagree with someone on something and have a conversation but people seem to think they should all think the same yeah. way and i think the problem when a company goes to do something maybe it's social media exposure or they try and build something up in that way is there's too many heads thinking about money trying to stay corporate worried about what people think the beautiful thing about my channel is we've the only sponsorships i've ever had have been with guys uh, we have one with loom uh, which is like a video software i do a lot of my videos on there because it puts your face yep. on the screen and i can go for a powerpoint and uh the ceo we, we talk to each other on instagram and he loves the channel so that was a fine sponsorship that was cool we put it on there because he didn't want me to change a thing but because i've always had my money come off courses and and offer back-end business. I've never been worried about YouTube monetization, whether the video gets monetized and, and that sort of stuff. So I think, yeah, staying authentic to yourself, actually figuring out who you are as a person, that's that's the hard bit for a lot of people. It's like, yeah, well, I want to be myself, but I don't even know what that is. I'm like a million miles away from even knowing. You find that, that that's found in the pain and struggle. That That's found in the deep, dark depths. Like if somebody's really struggling with who they are, go and do a fight. Go, go and train for a fight and have a have an amateur fight, a boxing match. And that mental struggle, you will find your demons and you will find out a little bit more each time about who you are as a man. That That's what you need to figure out. And then once you know who you are and you know what you believe in, then you just don't let anyone push you off course. 
and that that's really important i think yeah absolutely i was just had, uh, having a talk last night and you know i i played semi-professional football for 35 years and i don't anymore and i really miss that camaraderie with the guys and and going through the back yeah. you know and and and, and losing and being, you know really mad at each other and and, and then on this flip hat flip side you you know you win and you're just feel like you know you're, you're exhausted but you feel so good and you go for you know uh you know uh, a pint afterwards back in the days and, and it was it felt really really good right so another question i have for you is you know obviously now you're becoming more and more successful uh you're you're making more money and all that i know you were just in dubai uh, uh, what was that like how how does a guy a young guy like you uh keep from you know spending all his money and uh you know going out and just partying and like what what type of uh <clears throat> you know uh what type of person do you almost have to be to you know not get swayed by these uh finer things in well, life so to speak my early on story is very much being swayed by those those things in life and and you i feel like for me personally i had to massively go through it and make a huge amount of mistakes to actually learn and and i think you know, I talked earlier about wanting to be an actor when I'm younger. I think you, you gain success and you gain the things that you, you want when you're ready for them. So at the time, when I went to university, I ended up very much far down the tunnel of drugs and partying and pleasure and all of that stuff and never being able to keep hold of any money. And, and I, I realised the effect it had on my mental health and who I was as a person that it just definitely, definitely, definitely was not the road to feeling happy. I just knew that for certain no matter how much money I ever earn going forwards, if I just frivolously spend it and I, I, I seek pleasure through those things, it's not going to make me happy. I already knew that because I'd done it so many times before over like a four year period, I spent just drinking and doing drugs and, and doing all that stuff and spending all my money. And I knew for a fact that it didn't make me happy. So now that I've had money in my pocket, it's, it's never really hard. I like spending it on nice things. I like going to nice hotels, but I don't think that's a a particular problem i make sure I'm, i budget right i've learned things about finance and i had to save money uh dave ramsey's complete money makeover was a big book for me that i read that was the first sort of personal finance book that helped me save the money to come to thailand but um since then i just believe in investment back into yourself investment into your life experience and and the, the stuff like the women and the and the well, the cars are fun, actually, but the women and the booze, like, it, they're the main things, booze and drugs. So Dubai, that wasn't too hard. They don't drink a huge amount in Dubai. I wasn't really partying too much. I did get a Lambo, <laughs> and that was because my dad was there. My dad, I went to see my dad in Dubai as well. My dad was there on some business. Uh, so that was cool to take him out in the Lambo, and we, 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 dro we drove that. That was really fun. I did get five speeding tickets in the Lambo. Turns out Dubai is very heavily camered which I didn't realize. So that, that left a bit of a bad taste in my mouth um, when I was out there. But yeah, I, I think uh, I've already done it. Even though I'm very young, I spent time down that dark path of, of, of looking for fulfillment in the wrong places. And I, I very quickly knew that that was not where I was going to find it. So I find it easy now. I get my fulfillment from personal growth and, and business growth. So I try and stay right. on that path. That's awesome. So Cool. Uh, you mentioned your dad. I, I didn't know you met your dad in Dubai. So what, what, what is it like to, uh, you know, for your dad to see his son, uh, you know, flourish and uh, make it in the world and uh, talk about, you know, uh, masculinity? Like, uh, he must be super yeah, proud so of you, Yeah, it's right? awesome. He's, he's watched the channel every video from the start. He loves it. So mum will watch some videos. Obviously, there's some she can't watch because uh, 
certain different things that I talk about. But dad loves the channel. He he loves the videos. He's always been very, very proud, very supportive. And, and even when I speak to my dad now, I've got a different head on, on my shoulder. So it's very good, the conversations that we have. I ask him a lot about when he was my age and certain things that he's learned. So a lot of the, the stuff I'll say in my videos will come first from my dad when I speak to him. And uh, in Dubai, we had a group. We only saw each other for one day. We went out in the Lambo, chatted. And then we went to a shisha bar and we just talked for four or five hours. So, yeah, it was very, very good. And, and we had a great time. And it would be good to see him more often soon. That's awesome. That's amazing. I, I, I mean, the relationships of, uh, you know, father-son is – you know, a whole topic you can talk about for hours, right? So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's nice to see uh, the relationships in a positive way. Many, many of those relationships yeah. are negative, you know, but uh, as, as the sons uh, grow, I think the, the fathers grow with them in a way, right? Even though they have more wisdom and more age and all that kind of thing. So that's, that's super cool. So in terms of the channel, uh, what are your uh, next six months going to look like? You know, where do you want to take it to? What What are your ambitions? What are your goals? Uh, yeah, so like? we've got some, we've just done a whole load of planning. We haven't been posting as much. We've been about a couple of times a week recently on, on the videos, trying to find the style for the channel, trying to find what avenue we want to take it down. And the main things for me, for me are, I need to grow personally. I need more experience. I can't teach fully on the experience that I've got and I need to continue to grow. So how do we do that and also monetize and make sure I'm still making money and the channel's growing. So we've decided on putting a team together to go and film vlogs. So we'll be doing an adventure series. We're going to uh, motorbike tour the length of Thailand in five days. Um, we're going to have challenges for each day, different things. We will have a team of us there, kind of like Top Gear kind of thing, but more masculinity based. Yep. So we'll have a few challenges in there competing against each other. We're going to make that into a series and that'll come out. So we'll do one week shoot and then that'll come out. That'll be a month's worth of content on YouTube. And we're going to try and do one every single month, depending on how the ratings go and how it, how it gets viewed and whether there's, there's money in it. And I think there will be. So we've just done our first one, like a tester, which was just on Samui. We'll see how that goes. And then we're going to build that in. So every month we're going to do a week away. So we might go climb Mount Kilimanjaro and we'll, do it under some sort of circumstance and add some pressures and see how we deal with it. We've got different characters. We've got uh, three friends of mine that will be coming along, very different personalities. How can I lead them? How can they lead me? The brotherhood aspect, I think it'd be very good on camera. So that's the plan. I think that'll be that's really awesome. fun. In between, I'll do I'll, I'll, the things I learn on the trips. I'll sit down in front of camera like this and I'll make videos like I, I did before. So probably be about three or four uploads a week. Um, at this point, we've just built a high ticket um, like a group mentorship so we've now got the triple testosterone program which is the base course and it has a whatsapp group and then we've now got the triangle of masculinity which comes with a whole load of courses on masculinity dating uh, relationship mastery and then the stuff i know about money so building businesses off attention we've got a couple other guys on there that do an smma so we've got calls on that we've got calls on fitness so it's basically a very good one-stop shop for becoming a masculine man and connecting with brothers around the world. So they've, they've got country rooms. They're doing meetups every two weeks. We've got leaders in each room in different countries. Guys are meeting up. They're boxing together. They're going airsoft together. So that's very cool. We just released that. We've got about 120 members on that now, um, which is good. And that's our sort of, that's our mid-ticket. And then we're just building out a high-ticket uh, mastermind group, like a one-to-one -one mentorship with me. Um, how that's going to structure and, and what that includes 
And that's basically how we're going on the business side with a big focus on that middle group, the triangular masculinity, because uh, it's it's expensive enough. It's $1,200. So that one's enough for us to put some real good time and investment into that. And we do a you get a weekly call with me on like a Zoom. So 100 guys will jump on. Um, but normally not every hundred that come on, we, we normally get about 25, 30 on there. I'll Q and a with them, answer questions yep. about YouTube growth, that sort of stuff. Um, so we get a lot of that going on questions about relationships and then just meeting the guys really. So we've got a Kosamui, um, meetup coming up. They've obviously connected with me through the group. We're now, we've got a Thailand room. So anyone who's in that course, we put on every two weeks, a group in Thailand, we'll get together dinners, paintballing, that sort of stuff. So. The business side's exciting now. Amazing. I just want to make it fun. Let's let's learn a lot. Let's make money. Let's network. Let's have fun. That that's what the brand's about, really, and growth, personal growth. That's awesome. I mean, at the end of the day, that really is what life's about, right? Having fun, right? Whether it's business or going to the gym or whatever, it it has to be fun. If it's not fun, it's just you know. And yeah, you don't you don't feel like going to the gym all the time. But at the, uh, when you leave, every time I leave the gym, I I feel you know rejuvenated uh, and it, it feels like fun you know at some point right i mean even though you have to you know do your work and whatnot right so amazing i mean i can't wait to see your uh, you know your adventures i mean that's i i think that content is just gonna be king you know that's exactly how you I'm do it. So that's awesome man yeah. can't wait to see that. yeah that's gonna be awesome so um i usually ask my guests uh, the following question uh if you were in my shoes um what question did I not ask you? Uh, you've asked some very good questions, Mario. It's been a great conversation and the stuff I really like talking about. The only things I would ask me is, uh, I, I talk a lot and you know about this, about uh, women, but I don't know if it particularly goes with the, 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 the type of podcast you have, but I would ask me questions about women because I've got a lot to a lot to say about that sort of stuff and, and the, way relationship, the way relationships <laughs> are pretty badly skewed. Uh, across the West and how that has changed for me and the stuff I've learned. Uh, I've learned a lot about relationships and, and how personally I manage them and run them now. And I found a lot more fulfillment in that uh, with the way now compared right. to, to what I did before. Um, right. So but that, that would be the only thing I'd ask is uh, something about relationships, how to, how to build a good relationship or how to yeah. get chicks. Totally. Well, I think that, topic is uh maybe another podcast uh because we can probably talk about that for yeah, know, an hour or so. two hours i think it doesn't just have to be relationship with women it, it also relationships with anybody right i think again the foundation of any uh business any kind of uh life that you enjoy is relationships right it's very important to actually sit down uh face to face if you can and uh you know share a coffee and and talk about uh you know the uh talk about life it doesn't have to be anything that you need to figure out but i think that you know from a mental health perspective that is so mm. important and i think that a lot of countries have it uh not figured out because they do it naturally you know i mean you go to eastern europe everybody's out having coffee you you know you you go to different places uh, uh in the in the middle east they're having tea they're getting together it's it's not become this thing where you have to book people in to go and have a cup of coffee right so i think uh that's another topic which i think i'm i'm, I'm super happy to explore but uh other than that i think uh you know i really enjoy talking to you i'm i'm super impressed with what you've done uh, i i'm following you obviously 
And uh, anytime you need some help, I'm, I'm here for, uh, for you to, um, to mentor and anything like that. But uh, yeah, awesome. Thank you so much, Jack. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll see you soon. Good we'll man, Mario. Soon. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, brother.